Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you are listening, this is the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. This might be episode 25. We might be even Holy at that point. The, the, quarter, the quarter century mark. Uh, when we started, we were about three, four episodes in. College football was started, and now it's done. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit here, but we'll start off this episode with just some some house cleaning things. Uh, real quick, MLB free agency, Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million to the Phillies. Phillies just continue to stack their lineup. Jacob DeGrom, five years, 185 to the Texas Rangers. That uh, one, that, that's, that, liter- that has to be all about money, right? Like, there's no... That, that that's just that's money, money in years. The security I saw the Mets offered him three for one fifteen. So, um, but the the Mets go out. They actually get a replacement for him, Verlander, Justin Verlander. Two years, eighty six million. So they're paying him over forty million dollars a year. Verlander's thirty nine, almost forty years old. But that's insane. He, I mean, he's still pitching. Just coming off another Cy Young, so obviously pitching well. Did um, he have like a one? Seven it was one seven five ERA, ERA yep, yeah, and and eight. he's a lot more durable than Jacob Degrom is at this point in his Very career. Um, you true. just you never know what Degrom's going to do. And you could say that with Verlander that he gets to where he is with with more pitching than than stuff. You know what I mean? He knows how to pitch rather than here's my best stuff and I'm going to throw it at you. You know, type of stuff. So I. I mean, it makes it's it's not a terrible move for the Mets. It's not, but I mean, long term, you're saving some money. I mean, up front, you're not I, because it's only two years with Verlander instead of the five with Degrom. I, I just don't understand why why guys <clears throat> win titles and then just decide to leave. Like, isn't that you, like? Well, I'm assuming Houston didn't offer the money, and well, it, Verlander's won titles, so yeah. Well, he's also got a wife who's making money, so. Well, and she's not bad to look at when he goes home at night. So <laughs> he's doing okay. And you know what? It's not like he's going to a schmuck team. The Mets, the Mets are going to be a, a decent team again. Uh, um, you don't know that. Bring back, that, bring back that Edwin team, Diaz. That team can they can go from good to bad real quick. So hmm. I trust that Buck Showalter will at least get in the playoffs again. Sure. They'll, they'll be at least be relevant around sure. around October. Um, I think the other big kind of domino to fall at this point is Jose Abreu, three years, fifty-eight million, former AL MVP, leaving Chicago to go to Houston. So that's a big pickup for the Astros. Sure is. Um, just another good back, can play first base, can play DH. <clears throat> um, so that's another one. Anthony Rizzo resigned with the Yankees. Tyler Anderson, decent pitcher, going to the Angels. Maybe the Angels are going to put a little bit of money into their pitching staff for once. We'll see. Um, they can just never seem to stay healthy. Jock Peterson's going back to the Giants, but obviously the big domino that is yet to fall is Aaron Judge. Uh, he's been made. He's been making his trip around the country, listening to pitches. So, I mean, we'll see what that's going to be like. But it looks like it's going to be a three hundred million dollar deal, especially if Trey Turner gets three hundred million dollars. Didn't, didn't they say that the Brewers were in on Aaron Judge? I, I didn't hear that. I thought I heard somebody say that. It's not. I mean, the Brewers were in on Juan Soto, according to Mark Anasio. Mm-hmm. So maybe they are in on mm-hmm. are in on Aaron Judge. Um, Speaking of the Brewers, Colton Wong, they picked up his option a while ago. We all kind of thought that was interesting. Uh, he got traded. Yep. Not too surprised by this deal. They weren't going to pay Colton Wong $10 million. Uh, he gets traded to the Mariners in exchange for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Winker, a guy who was a Brewers killer for the Reds, struggled with Seattle this year, but um, can play a little outfield, can play DH, can also probably play some first, first base, base for you. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I don't hate the move. Uh, he's he's I hit mean, well at at Miller with, Parker Am fan before so I, with 
he's got some experience there. And then Toro's a guy who is just he can kind of play everywhere. Yeah. I I mean I think with Rowdy Telez there, you you have like he's your corner outfielder, especially after you traded Hunter Renfro away. Well, I think he's a DH, and yeah, he's kind of an outfielder to to flip flop with those young guys. Um, I did see Craig Council today said that Bryce Terang, but also Jackson Cheerio have a chance to play major roles this year. So who knows? Cheerio might be coming up yeah, sooner than we right. thought. That's crazy. Um, but <clears throat> obviously we'll see Garrett don't Mitchell. Pull, don't bring obviously, that kid up and have him hit 195. It's just going to kill his confidence. No, it ain't going to kill his confidence. He walks in. He knows he's good. Yeah. Um, but obviously you'll see Garrett Mitchell. You'll probably see Self Freilich. But Bryce Terang's probably going to be the second baseman. Colton Wong out now. Um, but, yeah, baseball, that's pretty much all we're going to get into. Just a couple dominoes that, that happened there. Um, but, yeah, obviously the biggest one is Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, to me, I think the Yankees being who the Yankees are, you overpay for everybody else. Why don't you just overpay for your own guy, right? Like, I mean, Trey Turner's 29, just got 11 years, $300 million. Yeah, and what's, what's Judge? He's like 29. No, he's over 30. No, he's 30. Okay, what, so eight years? I don't know if I feel good anymore in six, but the thing is, if you're the Yankees, yeah, you, you need, you need him saying, now. I'm yeah. saying Turner's got his contract till he's 40. I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's a club option or anything like that, but they, he'll end up retiring at some point early. But either way, yeah, I mean, Aaron Judge is probably going to be no, no shorter than six years, and he'll, he'll be a lot of money. Yeah. Michael, do you want to do, do your golf spiel yeah. quick? Yeah, we... Did you watch any of the, the golf this weekend? No. Why not? Because no, it's December. Yeah. I, I ain't yeah. able to play any golf anytime yeah. soon. So. Yeah. That's why I don't care about free agency baseball. Free agency is fun in every sport. It, it, it really isn't, though. Because in baseball... It really is, though. It, the problem with free agency is it's in the off season. Oh, because it, so it's, it's, it's during season in the NBA or the I'm NFL, not, too? I don't, in, pay attention to, I don't pay attention to the off season in in uh, the NFL. The only thing I pay attention to is the draft. Mm. Um, and when it comes to baseball, the fact that there's no salary cap, the small teams can't get anybody, it's all got to be through trade, it, it's just the, the, the small market teams are farm teams for the big teams. It, it's just... It's a flawed system, and it has been for a long time, but it's got some purists who see nothing but you know green lights when they when they see baseball and it just doesn't make any sense to me free agency is fun i don't care what sport it is free agency is fun what, what free agency is fun who's your favorite team Bird. who did they get as a free agent free nope. agency nobody fun. yet give it time yeah free agency is fun yeah it doesn't do anything for me oh doesn't in the nba or nfl no the nfl doesn't do anything for me with free agency no nba either NBA's fine. No, no. It's NBA's not in fine. season. You don't pay attention. I just I said baseball. Baseball doesn't do it for me. You just said it doesn't do it for you for NFL either. So Michael really Michael's don't. a free agency hater. Well, I, you know, maybe you should just stick with your own team. That's how they used to do it. That's how they built dynasties, right? Yeah. Sure. So what do you want to know about golf? Right, this is your the floor is yours. What do, what do you want to know? I have you nothing. Didn't, you didn't watch any of the hero? No, I didn't. I didn't. Huh? I didn't watch one practice swing. I didn't watch anything. They I didn't watch. The... I didn't watch one blade of grass move. Nothing. They were in the Bahamas, okay, because it's December, 
Did you know who won it last year? Nope, don't care. Victor Hovland. Do you know who won it this year? I think Hovland won it, yeah. Victor Hovland. You didn't watch any of it. You didn't even know. Pay I didn't. Attention. I didn't. I Did got you see a, it I got on Twitter? Notifi- I got a notification on Did my phone. Did you see it on Twitter? I got a notification on my phone. <laughs> Hovland won at 16 under. Wire to wire win. He was co-leader after round one. Led after round two, round three, and round four. Um, Hovland's playing some really good golf right now. The, the the short game has really been impressive because um, that's the thing that's really hurt him the most. Um, Scheffler came in second at 14 under. Uh, Cam Young, 12 under. Shoffley, 11. Thomas, 10. Um, so there was a 20-man field. Uh, Tiger Woods was out of the tournament, and they asked him why. It, was, it, it wasn't because he can't hit the shots. It's because he can't walk. So... We'll see. He's got the match coming up. Are you excited for the match on Saturday? That I might tune into. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Did you know they only play 12 holes? Yeah, I know. So they did that with the, the la- not the right. not the first Rodgers one, but the last Rodgers right. one they did. Right, it's so stupid. Really? You're gonna, why would we play two-thirds of a round? It doesn't make any sense. It's under the lights. Are you afraid it's going to get too dark? The whole round's under dark. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm very excited to watch because uh, my boy's in there. JT's playing with Spieth, and they're playing against Woods and McElroy. So should be fun. Tune in. I believe it's on TNT. It's usually on TNT and yeah. TBS. Yeah, I believe it's on TNT. TNT. How did uh, how did Rory do? Rory wasn't in it. Oh, then I don't care. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Rory wasn't good enough to make the field. Yeah, uh-huh. number number one player in the world wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah, doubt it. Yeah, him it's and just Tiger. not a big it's not a big tournament. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Him and Tiger said uh, couldn't make it. Uh, no, busy. you just said Tiger was because he couldn't walk. Yeah, he couldn't make it. Couldn't walk. Right. It was the same thing with, with Rory too. He had some, couldn't walk. Yeah, he had he had Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, that's that's not true. Um, I, I don't know. He's probably home taking care of his kid. You know, number one golf in the world. You don't gotta show up. Yeah, exactly. You're good. Um, but it was it was good to get back into it. Did a little DK this weekend. Made a buck fifty. Put in a buck, so that was nice. Fifty cents, you know. I, I had fun. I love watching golf. I love watching golf. I do too. When I can go outside and play after. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Why why would you why would you care about baseball? Right? You can't go outside and play baseball. I don't right care now. about baseball. I was talking about free agency. Okay, so free agency is different. It, it's it. You, you can go. Are you not going to play golf with me on the simulators this year? I mean, maybe if I get around to it, we'll see. Oh, okay. All right. But but do we do it in November, December, and January during the first session? No, we do it in February, March. Uh, I think we were in there in January. <clears throat> yeah, very, very late January. Okay, you just told me we weren't in there in January. There's going to be a lot of fact-checking on this podcast this this week. A um, little banter here. Trace hasn't been nice to me lately. He's been mean to me on 2K... I've not been mean to you. How have I been mean to you? You just don't talk to me anymore. You only text me. You only talk to me on the pod, and that's it. I get. I get my fix. (laughs) That's really all I have about the golf. Um, So I said they got the match, and they take uh, the rest of the of the season off, or the the rest of the year off, and then they will be starting in Hawaii um, after the first of the year, and that's when the season ramps up. And you get all your, you go to Hawaii, then you got your West Coast, um, you know, Torrey Pines, uh, Pebble Beach. Um, they're going to be playing all those courses, and we'll get right back into it. And 
there is nothing better than Thursday and Friday morning PJ Tour Live. I love it. It is so good. It, it's so awesome. And DK with it. Oh, I can watch the first pure. couple it's couple pure. hours, but after it's that, pure. I'm like, all right, I got my fix in. I'm good. Yeah. Well, that's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. So, any other any other NBA college basketball? That you... I mean, I'm sure you got some college basketball stuff you like to share. Go at it. Yeah, so... I'll just put it up. I don't get to watch enough college basketball as I want to, so... I mean, I'll okay. chip in what I can here and okay. there, but I... Doing my own season, it's... Uh, I've watched the, more For the that. week, um, you know, we'll start out with Duke. Duke had um, two, two victories. Um, I know on Saturday they beat Boston College, um, and then they won on... Wednesday night. Wednesday night they won. Because uh, I was born. They beat Ohio State. I actually watched that game. Kyle Filipowski played well again. Um, so yeah, good. You know, good. Good week for for Duke basketball. Wisconsin uh, lost to Wake Forest on Wednesday. As no Wednesday. Yeah. Was it Wednesday as well? No. no Tuesday. No, it was the day. It was the day before Duke because yeah. Marquette played. Tuesday as well. Tuesday, Baylor blew them out, they, which they was did. surprising. But they can go on Wisconsin again. Yeah, they, they did. Um, so Wisconsin <coughs> played Wake Forest. Who's not a bad team. I they're mean, not. I, I like the Forbes. Their coach is pretty good. They are. They're a fun, they're a fun way to play. Um, and Dude, they, Iowa guy. He's from Iowa. And they, yeah, you could tell he's got some Midwestern ties. Yeah. Um, cause didn't you say you saw him at the, yeah, the, the WBCA clinic when they were virtual that one year cause of COVID, uh, he, he was, it. he, he was one of the speakers. And when we were at open gym with our kids one day, we brought the TV on, he was the guy speaking. So yeah, I don't mind him. I mean, he, he had some good stuff to share and he's kind of started from the bottom and worked his way up. So right. it, I always think it's cool when guys go from like D2 to small D1, then get a big D1 job. Right. I mean, cause Wake Forest back in the early two thousands, obviously was very relevant. In basketball, well, yeah, with with Chris Paul. Well, um, yeah, and Duncan before that, right? Long that was long before 90s, that. Yeah. Yep, and then um, mid nineties. They they've had good big guys there, like mm-hmm. big guys. So, um, you know, I think that Wake Forest is. I, I think he's done a nice job there, and I think they're going to keep getting better. So yeah, like I said, they're they're a decent program. They're they're fun to watch. Um, they play a good style of basketball. I mean, obviously, didn't want to see him, you know, uh, beat Wisconsin. But when Wisconsin scores 75 points in a game and loses, you know that that the team that they were playing was was making shots. Um, Wake Forest had a transfer from Florida. uh, His name was Appleby, and he had 32 in the game. Um, So, like you said, they definitely played well. As a team, they shot 53% from the field. Wisconsin shot 42% from the field, but 42% from three. Um, when Wisconsin hits 40% of threes, you, they're probably going to win about eight times out of ten, nine exactly. times out of ten. Exactly, so that's why it was, a pre- I mean, it was a pretty good win for Wake Forest. Um, um, you want to go full spectrum of Wake Forest alumni. They go Tim Duncan, but they also had Muggsy Bogues. So yeah. <laughs> you go from a, a five-foot-three guard to a, to a seven-foot center. Two, yeah. two respected guys in the 90s of basketball. Sure. And, and so then Wisconsin comes back. Uh, they play Marquette, um, which after Marquette had just blown out Baylor. Yeah. That, I mean, my, my Marquette can score. It kind of just depends what they do on the defensive end. And 
Um, they have some shooters around around people. We've talked about that before, but a, a guy from Marquette that you like who's kind of playing a little bit better offensively and shot it well his first year at William & Mary, didn't shoot it well last year for Marquette, was Tyler Kolick. I mean, yeah. he, he's a really good point guard. He's I fun to watch. Like and He's just fun to watch. He plays the game the right way. The thing with the thing with Marquette, and if you like, if you told me on their roster, do they have one kid from Wisconsin? Yes, David Joplin. Yep, they have one kid. Yeah, and I, but I mean, they're just a lot of transfers because they, they, I, I you get know, it. Shaka's new still. I get it, but they play. <clears throat> what's really hard for me about Marquette, and and I'm not I'm not saying this as a dig on Marquette because I like the fact that Duke is playing nine guys right now consistently. They and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's playing at least nine guys. Um, the Marquette probably goes. Yeah, they go deep. Eleven, um, but I 12? but I think that's kind of just the way that they're structured that's, that's, because they get so Shaka many because they get so many transfers. You know, I agree. Shaka's I so agree. big in the portal. I just I have such a hard time with Marquette because I don't know who the hell the players are. No, I get it. It's mm-hmm. just like I I really like that Cam Jones, but like he's, he's so here. Here's a Tyler Kolick fact. 8.2 assists a game right now. That's second in the country. Yeah. I mean, the dude moves it. And this year he's shooting, currently shooting at a 40% clip from three. I don't, I don't dislike how Marquette plays. What I dislike about Marquette. They just seem is, to always choke. Is they, yeah. They, they, you, and, and this is Marquette, right? Like, we, you go and you kick the shit out of Baylor and then you lose at home in state to Wisconsin. It, I mean, it was an overtime. Like, it, it, it's not a bad loss. It was an overtime. It's not a bad loss. It was an overtime. But when you <clears> tell me you were down 11 at half, you were down 14 in the game, and you get a hurt Chucky for the second half, like... Well, and really, it, I mean, Marquette, yeah. Marquette had Purdue on the fence, too, who's looking like a top-five team in the country so, right now. So, Zach, Zach E's player of the year candidate right now. Okay, so the um, thing with Marquette is, is they don't finish. No, I agree. But then, like, Mississippi State, that's a bad loss, 58-55. Mississippi State's not expected to be very good this year. But, right. um, yeah, I, I, think, I think Marquette and Wisconsin both have a chance to at least get to the tournament and, if not, win a game. I mean, they've both proven I that they can I think with Wisconsin's win, resume win right games. now, as long as they don't – Go less than five hundred in the Big Ten. They're they're yeah. well, in that, the tournament. How big is that win for Marquette over Baylor in right. terms of tournament? But then also, I mean, you look at it. Wisconsin is probably not going to be a bad loss. No. And then neither is Purdue. They're going to no. see that they played Purdue tough. So I mean, the two two of the three losses they have aren't bad losses. But if you get at le- like if you at least beat Wisconsin, you're looking really good right now. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, Wisconsin, they're the um, the players that are making plays for them, it's not just Chucky and Tyler Wall. Like, or Crawl, for the, for that matter. It's who we were talking about, Connor Asijan. He's making plays for him. Jordan Davis is, is giving them a little bit here and there. Um, uh, trying to think, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah, no. Isaac. Isaac. Lindsay is making plays for him. Kamari McGee had some, I saw he had at least... Uh, five seven points against yeah, Marquette, he, he and you kinda came, even, he kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, he really so hadn't played well seen, for a while. Have, yeah, you haven't even seen him out on the court, really. Um, but yeah, Marquette, you look at him. Their leading scorer is Cam Jones. They, I mean, Marquette has four guys in double figures right now, and then Colix at eight point four. But Cam Jones averages fifteen a game. That uh, Prosper, Max Prosper, he averages fourteen. Joplin's averaging eleven. Igadoro's averaging ten, and then Colix at eight. But then. 
you have a guy who can shoot. He's not shooting very well right now, but Stevie Mitchell shoots. He's, he shot at over 40% from three last year. He's at 30 right now, but they have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys who play double-digit minutes. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's just a lot of movement coming in and off the bench. It's and at the D1 house level. And sometimes there's that – there's – Sometimes there's that uh, you need some more playing time to get into a rhythm. Sometimes you come in and, and, you're, and you're expected to be at a high level and you're, you're not in the rhythm of the game. And if you're taken out or – it's just I like to get guys in there, get them going a little bit before I expect them, oh, you're coming off the bench and I need you to make a shot right now. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think – when you get, you play so deep and you, you play so many bodies that sometimes you can get into that, um, you can get into that mental state and, and it can kind of hurt you a little bit. Um, but it's early in the season. I'm sure that roster will go down to probably 10 guys, nine guys come tournament time. Um, I, I just, like I said, if, if they just don't get a lot of Wisconsin guys and it's right now, it's like Shaka's not. Getting Wisconsin guys. Yeah, right I mean now. the reason Joplin's there is because he was coming to Texas, Texas with Shaka, and right. then he he came back. But, right. I mean Joplin, he's I think he's fun to watch, and he's shooting really well. He's sure. shooting almost at a fifty percent clip, and um, I mean I believe he's the all-time leading scorer at Brookfield Central. I mean, he, and Brookfield Central is a really good program. They've had a lot of good players, a lot of D one players the last couple of years. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, th- I believe that Cam Jones was a Texas commit at one point too then he followed Shaka but um I mean Marquette has some players it's just to pay they have to for whatever reason that program and it's not not even under Shaka not even just because of Wojo whatever no, it, it it, it's, it's literally the program, program. they it, just it struggle finishing games it is it's a program thing and you could tell me oh Marquette plays Providence you know, and and it's like, well, I mean, Providence is a decent. Who's a? I'm I'm not going to put DePaul. DePaul. I'm not going to put DePaul out there. Give me give me somebody better than DePaul, but not not big in the in the Big Twelve or in the Big um, East. In Big East. Yeah, because like Creighton's really good. Now you they got, are. UConn's really good. Now they are. Yeah. Um, it just let me just it, look at their it schedule. just it just feels like you could be like, oh, they're playing UConn, and I'd be like, oh, I could see them winning, and I could see them losing. And then you say, oh. I, I think that's just kind of how the Big East is, though. And, and but, like, here, here, St. John's. St. John's. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, St. John's has lost four in a straight. Marquette's playing them. And be like, or, or Xa- oh. Xavier, Xavier yeah. Seton Hall. Yeah. I mean, the, the Big East is just weird like that, it, though. It, it, it just seems like I wouldn't be surprised if Marquette lost. I wouldn't be surprised if Marquette won. Now, if they lose to Georgetown, we got problems. I, I Georgetown is Bad. I wouldn't be surprised. Georgetown that, is that's bad. That's how Marquette is. They, Butler, just, Butler's another they're one. They're all over the place. Yeah. They're 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 all like the same team. I feel like the Big East from like four to nine, like it's just literally it's a coin flip. Yeah, it doesn't and it doesn't it matter is. who's home, who's away. It's, it's crazy. It's like St. John's. I would say Providence. So St. John's, Providence, Marquette, Xavier, Butler, Seton Hall. You never know what the hell's no. gonna happen. No, never. It is. And and. The only reason why you can say you know what Creighton is right now is because they they've developed like two three years ago Creighton was in that yep. and in so that was so was UConn when they first came back. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. UConn's so. all the way up the top five in the country right now. Yeah, um, the, Gonzaga's dropping. They're they're losing some. I mean, they've had a 
a gauntlet of games. I mean, they, they've really gone out and played I mean, some tough he, teams. Just listen to this. I mean, Houston's one, Texas is two, Virginia three, Purdue four, UConn five. That's, that is weird. That's, I mean, those aren't the blue bloods. But that's college basketball. There's so much parity in college basketball. I think that's why I like college basketball more than college football. It seems like the top team could go down at any time where it's like college football, Georgia's good every year, Ohio State's good every year, Alabama's good every year. And if they lose, it's kind of a shock. But it's like, okay, if Texas goes into Texas Tech and loses, yeah, it's a, it's a little surprising, but nobody th- really bats an eye. I think the fact that they play more games, too, in basketball uh, – you know, the fact that if you lose a game in college football, you may not make the playoff, whereas in basketball, you just got to get into the field of 68. You know, I think that's got something to do with it. But um, Yeah, I think Gonzaga's 5-3 and three right now. How about the Tar Heels? I, you know, I really I feel bad saying this, but I don't think I've, I recall a team. I know in my lifetime I haven't recalled a team that started up season number one Okay, and at some point was number one, and two weeks later they were out of the top twenty-five. Yeah, they only Four got straight. They got losses. They got one vote this week. Um, I mean, they have quite a few veterans. I think at some point they're going to figure it out, and I believe they kind of got off to a small start or a bad slow start, start, slow start last year with Hubert yeah. Davis, and kind of figured it out. So, well, yeah. I don't think it's panic time or anything, but it okay. is. It is interesting. But here. This, See, for me, this this does seem a little bit panic to me. And the reason, I'm not saying full panic mode, but a little bit of panic because last year you brought in a new coach, right? You, you've got um, some young guards. you got Baycott. You're bringing in a transfer in Brady Manic. Like that's, you know, kind of the core. And they struggled a little bit, struggled a little bit, and then got hot at the end of the year, right? Like that, that was their season, okay? But you brought four of those five guys back and the only guy that you didn't bring back was the transfer okay the you, caveman yeah you brought a different transfer in but the other four guys were already unc players leaky black rj davis caleb love armando baycott like that that's your core i mean the the, the thing is with their losses they're in all the games i mean iowa state they lost by five alabama they lost and was it Four overtimes. Four overtimes to Alabama. Then you lose to Indiana by 12. But, I mean, I guess you're not super in that game. But Indiana's supposed to be decent. But then Virginia Tech, at Virginia Tech, but still probably not a very good loss. Um, but, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's no reason to panic. Obviously, you don't want to ever start out slow like this. But you, you still have a, a very veteran yeah. veteran team that you, you I think do. you guys will figure but, it out. But, that, I think, but that's where I'm saying it's a little concerning that last year – it was new coach and kind of getting everything yeah. going. Now you you get you you know coaches in his second year, has been on the staff previously, right? Now you've you got the four returning starters that all know how to do it. I mean, this team went to the national championship last year and blew a fifteen point. That to me, I think that's still in their mind right now, blowing that fifteen point lead to Kansas at half in the national championship. And go go look at their schedule. Tell me who their best victory is. It's Portland, and they almost lost that game. I'm gonna take James Madison. No, it's Portland. <laughs> um, that's what. That's I mean the, crazy. the the big game on their schedule here coming out. Obviously they have they have Georgia Tech up next, but in 12 days so they have some time to get the shit figured out. But they play Ohio State in 12 days, and then they play Michigan. So I think those are two games that are bigger games for them that they'd probably like to win. But and both of them are at home. 
So I think those are two games that they want to win. and they, they, I think those games will kind of tell us a lot about who this team is. They have to win those games for the simple fact that right now, they're not a tournament team. I mean, it's not a conference game, and there's enough there's enough games in the ACC there that is. if they win four or five big games that they're going to be fine. But I, I, I just think confidence-wise, that game's, those two are big for them. I just told you who their best victory is. You cannot put that on your resume. Okay, but let, let's say let's say they just win. They, it's let's nine say games. let's say they win. They go undefeated in February. In February, they would beat Duke, Wake Forest, two good wins, Clemson, Miami, who's supposed to be decent, NC State, Notre Dame, who's supposed to be decent, Virginia again, and Duke. So that's six games right there. Now that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Oh, right. But but right. still, there's plenty of opportunities in the ACC. There is what I'm are saying. plenty of opportunities. But what I'm saying is, if you go three and three in that stretch, well, yeah, but you still have the month of January. They're, they're fine. It's it's so early right now. They have to figure out who they are. I I'm, get it. They don't want to be dropping these games, but. Alabama is a coin flip. I mean, that game could have gone either sure. way. Four overtimes. You'd like to figure it out, but they didn't. Sure. It just it, you you can't tell me it's not alarming. I'm not. You're panicking a lot harder than I am. I mean, well, if I'm, I'm not if, panicking. If, I, if I'm on the panic scale, if I'm a Tar Heels fan, I'm probably about a four. I'm probably more just annoyed. I'm not panicking. I'm lumming every second. Well, yeah, but if you're a Tar Heels fan, what's your panic meter at? Six. Yeah, I'm at a four, and it's more of just an annoying thing than anything. And like I said, you know you can do it because you did it this way last year. It's just, it's it's but not that, a fun way to do it. But that road that they had to go through, you had to beat the number one seed in the second round, then you had to beat the four seed, you got lucky and had to play a 15 seed in the Elite Eight, and then you went out and beat Duke. Well, like I mean, St. Peter's was playing as good as anybody at that point in the tournament, yeah. though. I mean, they were rolling. Um, I mean, shout out to Iowa State. They're seven and one up to twenty in the country. So we always kind of like seeing them play well. Obviously, that's where Tyrese went, and they have mm-hmm. a Wisconsin Wisconsin native as their coach in that Otzelberger. Um, so Iowa State's playing well. Um, Creighton fell fourteen spots this week. They had a tough week. They're down to six and three. Yeah, they lost to Texas, number two team in the country. And then they lost again. Yeah, um, and then I don't know. I was like Jamie Dixon at TCU. I think that's just an interesting school to win at basketball wise, and he's got them up to twenty four in the country. So, I mean, good for them. And then um, it's interesting seeing UConn up to as high as five and see if they can kind of pull it together because it kind of seems with Danny Hurley they've they've gotten off to hot starts and then they kind of fizzle out. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, Tennessee's up to seven in the country. Arkansas, Musselman, he's always fun to watch. They're at nine. And then Baylor dropped six spots to 12 after that blowout loss to Marquette. But Scott Drew's a really good coach. We know that. Um, the other one that I'm kind of surprised by, Maryland's all the way up to 13. That's who Wisconsin plays on Wednesday night. Yeah, or, I mean, that's, Tuesday night? Yeah, that's a big night. game. Is that tomorrow at Maryland night. or is that at Wisconsin? Uh, I want to say it's it at is... It's at Wisconsin. Oh, it's at Wisconsin. Yeah, so that's a big game for the Badgers. I mean, if they could win that game, that's definitely going to put them in the top 25, and then that's also going to um, you know, be another win on their resume. After Wisconsin game, Maryland plays Tennessee, so that's a tough stretch, but two good opportunities for them. Sure. And, you know, going, going and looking, do you know who TCU's one loss is this year? No. Northwestern State. Yeah, that's, that's tough. <laughs> Northwestern State. By one point. Uh, but still, tough, tough loss. Duke plays Iowa tomorrow. Uh, that's at 8.30. Maryland, Wisconsin is at 8. Um, and then, I want to say Duke. 
Duke plays on Saturday against uh, Mid-Eastern sh- or Maryland East Shore. Um, and Wisconsin, I, th- I think Duke then has a lot of time off. Uh, Wisconsin then plays Iowa. So um, we'll be seeing a lot of Iowa this, this week. I don't love that. Yeah, we, uh, Notre Dame's got, or Marquette's got Notre Dame on Sunday. I mean, they, so they play, I think it's like North Carolina Central tomorrow. Obviously not a huge game. We need to win it. Um, and then at Notre Florida, Dame at no, at Notre Dame. That's a good game for them to win. And then a couple days after that, they play Creighton. So their Big East schedule is kind of going to start kicking into gear here. But yeah. I think that, that Notre Dame game is a big win for them, especially like we said with the losses to Wisconsin, Purdue, and Mississippi State. Um, Mississippi State being the bad one. But you can get Notre Dame on on your resume. That's a good win, especially at Notre Dame. That's yeah. a weird tip off 3 p.m. Hey, what day is that? Sunday. Eh. I just always think afternoon games though. As a college kid getting on playing in the afternoon, it's a little odd. But on the weekend, it's fine. It's just a little odd. Like on the, on the weekend, it's normal. No, it's normal, but I just feel like as a kid, it's just odd. It's it's just harder to get up for. It's not in the routine of things. Mississippi State's 8-0. Yeah, I mean, they're playing well. But I, I still think Marquette's a better team than them. They beat Utah, who who just... They knocked, got... They have... They killed Arizona. They have votes. Yeah, they just killed Arizona. They beat Marquette. Um, yeah, that's really that's all pretty much it. That's all yeah. <laughs> that's all but two big two big wins for for Mississippi State. Yeah, definitely. Any other basketball you want to talk? No, I, I think I think I'm. I, think I'm I mean, I, I don't need to talk any NBA. I mean, I I just I don't pay enough attention. I watch the Bucks when they're on national TV, right? And then when playoffs start, I'll pay more attention. But Bucks won tonight. Okay, good. Uh, Tyrese is out again against the Warriors tonight, groin injury. All right. Well, with that, we will go ahead. We will move into our college football uh, portion of the week. Going to be a little different on this episode because obviously we don't have any picks with the regular season and conference championships being done. We'll preview some bowl games. Won't make any picks, but just talk about who's in them. Uh, We'll talk about the college football playoff and maybe talk a little bit about the transfer portal. Just like that, the college football season is pretty much wrapped up. Every team's got one game left that's bowl eligible. Uh, we got players already getting in. At well, least one. At least one. Um, we have a bunch of people getting into the transfer portal. We have the Heisman finalists. Michael, what, what do you want to talk about today? You want to get into our picks right away? Yeah, let's, do, let's, let's recap the week, and then you take Look us ahead. through the Heisman and transfer portal and things like that. We'll, we'll go that route. Uh, so first game, we had Utah. This was Friday night, Utah at USC in the Pac-12 uh, championship. Um, or should I say Utah and USC. It was not at. Uh, it was in Vegas. Um, USC was favored by three and a half in this game. Utah uh, got down 17-3 early and basically rode away with this one pretty easily uh, fourth quarter outscoring USC 23-7 so they won 47 to 24 um, Caleb Williams did get hurt in this game um, that obviously helped out Utah uh, but back-to-back years now Utah uh, Pac-12 champions and going back to the Rose Bowl 
Yeah, I mean, Utah's, we've talked about it before, Utah's really turned into a good program. Their coach there's done a really nice job just kind of building a program basically from the ground up from when he came into the Pac-12. Because, I mean, yeah, they were good as a mid-major, but then doing it in, as a Power 5 school is completely different. But, you know, we talked... Who was there at, as in, when they were mid-major? Mm-mm. Urban Meyer? Well, yeah, yep. Urban started there. There, my, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we talked about them at the start of the year that they were going to be good, and they actually had a chance to get to the playoffs where they could run the table or maybe just lose one game. Had a couple hiccups, but... Cameron Rising's a good quarterback, and um, yeah, USC. It, it's just the Lincoln Riley thing. They don't play any defense, defense yet, and yeah. they, you know, he's got to figure out a formula to because they didn't play defense at Oklahoma. They haven't played defense in one, year one here. I think it's kind of hard to to gauge where he's at year one defensively. Offensively, they look good, but yeah, yeah they got to figure out defensively what they're going to do if they want to compete for national championships now going to get easier when it goes to 12 but for now with the four team yeah. it, it's just too hard if, you, you're, if going you're one dimensional you're going to the big 10 is that next year though no i'm saying in two well i'm gonna say it's two years 2024 yeah. I, I think it's saying. when the 12 team starts which is still beyond dumb but what what's old that, that they're going to the big yeah that's 10? Just stupid yeah no i i agree but i'm like saying conferences but should I'm be geographic you're gonna, you're gonna have to play a little bit more defense in the, yep. you know Next, we had K-State at TCU. Uh, this one played Jerry World, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, TCU is favored by two and a half. So that's when we picked it at two and a half. Um, by the time the game started, Kansas State was favored by one. We both picked Kansas State. Yeah, so we were thinking um, Vegas. We hopped on that one good. Yeah, yeah. We told Vegas what's up, that we were going to... We were going to help them in the sharp betting and how it went. But um, K-State wins this one 31-28 in overtime. Uh, did you see any of overtime in this game? I didn't see overtime. I saw a little bit of the third quarter, start of the fourth, and I had to go ref. Uh, gotcha. But, yeah, I mean, TCU got down early, was down late, and then kind of came back, forced they, overtime. Yeah, they, they got a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Um, it was a crazy drive by quarterback Max Duggan. Um, basically he just willed his team to victory, or I should say to victory, but to willed his team to, to a touchdown, to send it into overtime. Um, just crazy plays like dudes like bleeding from his elbow all over. Um, he was so gassed. I think he had like a 14 yard run, a 19 yard run, a 40 yard run. All in, all in like sequence, um, and then ended up. It was crazy. the The final touchdown that he scores, they like run this power off to the left, and it looked like it was in slow motion. That's how tired he was. But it was blocked so well, he made like one cut, and he was in the end zone. And he like fell in the end zone, and he was he he scored the touchdown. He's just literally like gasping for air, and his. Um, like everybody's trying to celebrate and he is just like, give me some room. I need some air. Like I can't. And then they actually had him throw, um, on the two point conversion. They ended up getting it. And then he had people help him get off the field because he was just so tired from the play. Um, so it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I mean, to me, I was thinking right there, if he was in the Heisman running, that was his Heisman moment. Um, they get the ball in overtime he drives it all the way down to about the one-yard line, okay? When we say drive it down, we mean 24 yards. 
No. Well, oh, yes, 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 because they start at the 25-yard yeah. line in college football. So they get it down to the one-yard line, and I want to say it was on second down when he did that, and he reaches the ball over, and he's probably at the six-inch line, but they have him marked at the one. So they review it, they review it, and they move the ball like a foot. It was, I, I didn't understand the review. It literally should have been like where they, they could have uh, just QB sneaked. Well, they ended up running it on third, get stopped, um, basically just hand it off to the running back, and they do it again, and they get stopped again on, on, uh, on fourth down. And then K-State gets the ball, uh, kind of gets it in the middle of the field, kicks the field goal, game's over, 31-28. But yeah, Max Duggan really gave it all he had. Um, it was a heck of a it was a heck of a run for him. Um, spoiler alert: made it to the playoffs, so I'm happy for them. I think they deserved it, um, especially after they played. You lost by three in overtime, okay? Like that's that's your worst loss. Well, and they've 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 had close games all they year have. and just pulled them out. They have, um, but I mean, do you think this is how the NFL should do overtime so that there's no ties? I. I don't know because I think I think from the for the pure NFL like the purists they're gonna say it's too gimmicky, but I feel like they are getting gimmicky right now with like oh if you come down and score a touchdown you win, but if you don't score a touchdown and kick a field goal the other team gets a chance to get the ball, and then if they come down and kick a field goal then you keep playing. I don't understand I just why think the ties are so dumb. I don't understand why the NFL cuts it to ten minutes. Well, because they they say that like it's for player safety because they've they've gone so long in this game they don't want a full another quarter so I think that's just if you go to the the you know the twenty five yard line and go right. from there yeah you might get into five six but you know usually after one or two somebody breaks but the thing in college is the kickers aren't as good correct so if you're at the twenty five yard line in the NFL it's a forty two yard right. well let's a- let's start it at the forty. I don't. I don't hate that idea. Yeah, I don't hate that. I idea. just. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. You. You know, if you're an athlete, you're busting your ass out there, and I end with a tie. Really? But that. That's why I'm saying, go play 15 minutes. And if it's for player safety, then just call it a tie at the end of end of regulation. I don't know. If If you really care about player it's, safety, it's not right. We'll you don't take away point. kickoffs if you really care about player safety. It's not like right. it's so stupid. They'll but. never take away kickoffs because, like, a kickoff return might be the most one of the most exciting it, it plays is. in the game. It is. It one hundred percent. That's why they'll never and take it away. And it happens two times a year. Nobody really cares if they take off five minutes in overtime. So that's why. I get it, but it's it's it, it's it's the t- television show factor. I I get you. I got you. Because you get a guy like Devin Hester. You know what I mean? Cordell like Patterson. Yeah, exactly. Did, did he break the record? He did. Yep. Yeah. Patterson did. Yeah. Um, next, we had LSU at Georgia. Um, this one played in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Yep. We said it was basically a home game for Georgia. Yeah. Um, Georgia just blew off the doors. Yeah, I didn't see any of this game. I, I Like I, I said, I was refing, no but I, I heard someone say they're like, yeah, Georgia's rolling LSU. And, you know, Brian Kelly did a hell of a job in his first year at LSU, a lot better than I thought he would. I mean, the program was yeah. not in a good spot when he picked it up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this I, I said it the last pot. I felt, kind of felt about this game the same way I did about week one with Georgia, where it's like they're going to go out there play a team that is, you know, supposed to be decent, but I think they're just way better and they're going to blow the cover off. 
But here's the thing. Is it Georgia just, like, gets up for these types of games? What, home games on neutral sites? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, the big factor, like, the, the biggest game of the night, uh, you know, obviously the SEC championship puts you in your playoffs. Um, you know, week one, that was the big game against Oregon. Like, it could they, be. I mean, they weren't playing like that when they played Missouri. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think Georgia does have a tendency to play to the level that they're playing, for sure. I mean, they've, they've shown that even against Kent State or wherever sure. it was that they, right. they struggled with. Right. So Some might say they play with their food a little bit yeah. at the dinner table. Yeah, they, they play with their food, <laughs> for sure. But at the end of the day, they're like, all right, let's get serious, and they go out there and they kick yeah. some ass. Yeah, and when they want, when they're on, when they're on, uh, you know, high intensity. I, I, like I, I do always laugh at the people who are like, oh, well, Georgia could beat the Texans. I was like, no, I don't think so. I think the no. Texans might beat them by literally 30 points. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Georgia's good. The NFL's worst team has is all, still has top, all, has all star college football players. Top one you know percenters. I mean? like, yeah. You know, and like that. Yeah. It's, it's silly. It's, that's a, it's a silly take. Um, you're going against, you know, if it's you put tough. them up, you're going to put a five-star 18-year-old kid up against a 10-year, two-time Pro Bowl, 30-year-old offensive lineman. I'm right. taking, I'm taking the veteran who's yeah. been around the, been yeah. around the dance quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a silly take. I mean, I, but, but that's, that's just people. They're like, well, I watch football here and they look so good, and then they yeah. look so bad the next yeah. day. But yeah, it's the, it's who you're playing against. Exactly, it's who you're playing against. Uh, next, we had UCF um, at Tulane. Um, I'm not going to pretend like I saw a play in this game. Um, Tulane won 45-28. They outscored them 10-0 in the first quarter and 21-14 in the fourth quarter. So that was basically the difference in the game. Uh, They played second and third pretty even. Um, Good season for Tulane, 11-2. Green wave. Um, You know, it's impressive. You know, um, and and I want to say that got him into a New Year's Six. It bowl. did. It did. Got him into a New Year's Six. So it did. I mean, UCF is in a, UCF is in a pretty nice bowl themselves. I don't remember which one of those, but they're yeah. playing a good opponent. But yeah, yeah good for Tulane. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, At any any time, a team like that can get into a New Year's Six. I mean, now because they play in the American, it's a little bit better. But, like, when Western Michigan played the Badgers that one year, it's a little easier for Tulane because they do play some better opponents. But still, yeah. the American's not a great conference. It's – I'd say it's okay. It has some respect on it. The last couple – I mean, last year they put somebody in the playoffs. They, 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 have, they have a national champion in the, in the conference. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. UCF. <laughs> Remember? Okay. Yeah. Remember? Hey, they got a banner in their stadium that they were national <laughs> champions, undefeated Natty champs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next, we had Clemson at North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina, I don't know if they were just watching the basketball team or the basketball team all of a sudden started watching the football team because football and basketball, they've been bad lately. Um, tough, tough stretch. Uh, Clemson won this game 39 to 10. Doesn't look good. Um, obviously, they have a good quarterback, Drake May, but they just they well, they're Clemson. It, it wasn't because of DJU. Who? We'll get into that later. Okay. Great. <laughs> and then finally, uh, we have Purdue at Michigan playing in Indy. Michigan kind of did their thing. It was seventeen thirteen or 14, 14, 13 and 14 and thirteen. They played and with half. their food, and then um, yeah, just. Kind of 
turn, ramped it up a little bit. Um, we're not surprised by this. Purdue, Purdue is going to move the ball at times, but not be able to do enough stuff to, to score touchdowns. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell kind of struggled in this game a little bit, at least yeah. in the first half. I didn't, I didn't pay attention. We were playing video games when the second half started, but I had it on on the iPad, but wasn't really paying attention to it. Just sure. kind of scoreboard watching, but sure. yeah, O'Connell struggled a little bit, and I don't know. I mean, Michigan, I think, has, does have a chance to win the national title. Having Blake Horam out hurts, but, but I think them being there last year, and you obviously have a lot of guys from that team last year on this year's team, they're going to approach it better. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can get in. Do, do you want to get into the playoff real yeah, quick? Yeah, go, go ahead and read off the playoff teams. Go uh, ahead and read off so, the matchups. Uh, number one seed, Georgia. No surprise. They've been number one basically all year. Um, they're going to play Ohio State. Ohio State creeps in after USC who is the four seed after their loss. Um, so they, they get in. Um, sorry. Um, they, they play Ohio State. I think that's going to be a good matchup. I would hate for Ohio State to win that game. It just... that That's so Ohio State to piss away the game against Michigan still get in and then do something. That reminds me of the Zeke team that got in and beat Alabama and then beat Oregon. It just, oh, God. Um, and then next we have uh, Michigan, the two seed against TCU. The three seed, like I said, TCU um, after the loss, but they still get in um, only with the one loss. Um, so, so good for them. Um Big 12 hasn't had anybody in since Oklahoma, I want to say. Um, I want to say Oklahoma, the Oklahoma team who, who played um, Joe Burrow, LSU. Is that 2020? 2019? I want to say it's 2019 team. 2019 um, was Burrow over yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. So. Go Tigers. Yeah, that's so. Um, I think that's a good matchup, too. I want to say the line's opened. Uh, Georgia minus 9 against Ohio State. Michigan minus 7 against um, minus seven against TCU. I mean, Georgia's got to be kind of pissed, pissed off, and I think Ohio State's got to be happy they don't have to play Michigan again. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. And I don't think that's fair because I think, I think uh, Georgia has a tougher matchup. Yeah, they definitely do. They, but... And, but TCU was in the rankings, and yeah. obviously they, they were in their conference title game. Ohio State got in just because USC lost. So it, it all just goes off of those rankings. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's – I think you got the four right teams. I don't think there was – I don't think you could get Alabama in that game, a two-loss no, Alabama. Alabama over, couldn't get in. Over a one-loss. You know, Nick Saban was there saying all he could, but it, they didn't deserve to be in. You, you right. lost twice, buddy. Sorry. Right. It, it's just... It, it would have been interesting if, if Bama would have beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then... Because then Bama would have played in the SEC title game, right? If they beat Georgia. Bama didn't play Georgia. Because... Okay. LSU. Bama, if, if Bama, Bama would have played... If LSU. Bama would have beat LSU, and Georgia goes into the game undefeated, the SEC title game undefeated, Bama beats them, so they should have one loss. So it would have been interesting to see what would have happened there. Like who would have like, like if they if both, they both made would, it 
Well, it, it would have been interesting to see if they both, they both would have made it. I mean, that's what happened last year. They both made it last year, but is who who, who plays who? Right. Who? What? Yeah. What seed they would have gotten? Um, and it, to me, it would have to think that Michigan would have moved up to one. Georgia probably would have moved to three. Actually, I don't know what they would have done. I don't. I don't know what they would have done. That would have been weird. I would just like to point out. I saw that if it. If it's a 12-team playoff right now, the Badgers would have been in three of those. Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely the year they ran the table and lost to Ohio State. In the, yeah, that game was tough. In, yeah, that was. I think it was the it was that year, the year before that, and then 2019 when they were in the Big Ten title game, the Cone, they would have been in as well. was the year I saw. Okay. Yeah. Um, rest of the New York Six, six Bowls. Sugar Bowl is going to be Alabama, Kansas State. I think that's a good matchup. It, Kansas State just plays tough, right? So I, yeah, right. I don't think Kansas State's going to win that. No, game. but I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be a ten-point touchdown game. Um, Cotton Bowl is USC and Tulane. Obviously, USC struggles defensively, so we'll see what Tulane can do. Uh, and then the Rose Bowl is Penn State and Utah. Utah winning the um, winning the Pac-12, and then Penn State kind of just being thrown in there because. You know, we have two two Big Ten teams in the playoff. It's like, who are you going to put in there? Yeah. So, Penn State was kind of the and next, they, next to, one. And, and Penn State's two losses were to Michigan and Ohio State. So, yeah. it makes sense. Um, looking at the transfer portal here, uh, just a couple guys who entered. Graham Mertz, Badgers quarterback, obviously, the last three years. He gone. He is the third straight Badgers quarterback to enter the portal before his senior year. I mean, yeah. I would say Hornibrook needed to go. Mertz needed to go. Cone was our fault. Right, Cone. Cone, Cone, they, Cone as soon as Cone came back from injury, they should have went to him over Mertz. Cone went because they thought Mertz was the guy. Yeah, that was dumb. That that was our fault. Well, as as the Badgers, that was yeah. their fault. They but, screwed that but, one up. But 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 hindsight, you can say that now. But what were you thinking at the time? Because I know you thought Mertz was the guy too. Right. Yeah, but yeah. It, I, it, no, it, and, and it, I'm not. I'm not I trying because like, I did too. It's I did just, too. it's just tough because it's we like wanted, you know, Jack. You, you already knew what you had in Cone. You wanted to see what you had in Mertz. You know, Jack. Right? But it's, it's just when you look back at it, it's like, why would you go away from Jack Cone when he's been stable? He's won games, and you know, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he's a good game manager, and he's better than Graham Mertz in terms of keeping the ball on our side. I do think he had more talent than Mertz did too, though. At least. Oh, well, he didn't play bad. At, he didn't. Wise. He didn't play bad at Notre Dame. No, he didn't. No, he did not. Um. So I mean, do, do, I mean, do you have any thoughts on Graham Mertz entering? He has two years of eligibility I'm left. I'm interested in where he goes. Do you think maybe Kansas follows Logan Brown? But I think Jalen Daniels is still young. Yeah. I, I I feel like he would. I feel like he might be going to like a like an American school, like like a Cincinnati or. Uh, I don't. I don't see that. Or maybe even um, like like Pittsburgh. Slovis is out. So just somewhere where it's... Slovis is leaving too? Yeah, I was going to get into that, but okay. he's leaving. Um, but just like a school that has won some games, but isn't at its best. So like, he's not going to go here, but like an example, like West Virginia, like a school like that, where they're kind of just in the middle right now. I think he has to go somewhere where he's... he's I think he's going to stay in the Midwest because he's, he he's a Midwest I, kid. He's a Midwest kid. You know, I think... Because he's, he's not a bad throw. It's just the the way that Wisconsin... You got it's a different type of game when you're playing at Wisconsin, right? Like I just he just it's didn't run make, the ball. It's play action. He just didn't make the throws he needed to make. At Wisconsin right. was the problem. Right. And 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 that 
very well could be his quarterback coaching uh, from Paul Chris, right? I mean, that could be. So, um, yeah, so who else do you got that's entering? Uh, Clemson quarterback DJU, former five-star, number one quarterback in the country, I believe, coming to high school. He's out at Clemson. They're rolling with the younger kid who played well the other day. Hey, Club Nick. Um, he's so, I mean, he's just another guy. He hasn't made the throws consistently enough. He's, he's a huge kid. I mean, he's got the quarterback body, but just hasn't done enough. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders, four-year starter in Stillwater. He was all Big 12 first team in 2021, dealt with some injuries this year. He's transferring. Uh, so the Badgers in their bowl game against Oklahoma State will be backup quarterback bowl. <laughs> yeah. uh, could very well be well, the toilet bowl. You, we'll see. I think Wisconsin's got the um, upper hand in that one. Uh, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's quarterback Mike Wright is entering the portal. Uh, I think he'll be a decent quarterback somewhere. Yeah, I mean, only he, com- he, only competed fifty seven percent of his passes. Had a tough year, but twelve touchdowns to four interceptions. It's not a bad ratio. Right. Um, they don't have it on here, but Devin O'Leary from NC State, he entered the he portal. Entered. Saw um, that. That's a big one, and I think uh, a big non quarterback one that answered was Arizona wide receiver Dorian Singer. Yes. Uh, he led the Pac twelve in re- receiving yards, yep. uh, and six six touchdowns and 66 catches. I mean that that's going to be a big one for somebody fine. I I, did I, just, I wonder in, where he's going to go. I did pick him in DK one week. I was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" I picked him and he was an absolute stud yeah, for me. Yeah. So, I mean that that's going to be a big guy. And then like I said, Keaton Slovis, big one, and then Devin Devin Leary's going to be an interesting one cuz he's not a bad quarterback. Had some had some good years at NC State. I think Do you think um, that could be I mean, do you think the Badgers go out and maybe get any of these portaling guys or no? I mean, I think they might get somebody in the portal, but I don't think not it's a big gonna, name. Not a big name. I really don't. Um, I I see Notre Dame getting one of these guys because Drew Pine. Drew, I want to yep, see Drew Pine entered. entered. Yeah. And I don't think uh, Buckner is the um, in, is the answer there at quarterback. So I think Notre Dame's gonna gonna be looking for one of these guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so crazy. What is what is the transfer portal? It's free agency. Yep. Right. You don't like <laughs> you don't like free agency. And I don't like the transfer portal. Um, I did. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson entered the draft too. Do you get that way? I mean, he's got a big body, but he's not he, a passer. He's he's, he's shown some ability, not, and then you see guys like Justin Fields just running around. Maybe yeah, you're thinks, not getting them to. Throw maybe the he ball thinks right he could yet. be a third or fourth round pick. Just see what happens, but. It, He's it, a project, it's, right? It's it's all about these these kids and where they see themselves if, if their best draft position. And this is if this is when he's being told this is probably his best spot. Because I mean, you, is it I a mean, weak quarterback class? Yeah, I would say weaker. I mean, they say that I Drake mean, May, the North, North Carolina quarterback, is the next be- best quarterback, and he's only a freshman. True freshman, yeah. Um, but I mean, Will Levis is a projected number one. I don't think he's. I don't think he's first round. Anymore. I don't think he, he is. was. I don't but, think he is either. Um, but I mean, you look at a guy like this is a long time ago, but Matt Barkley, if he leaves at a junior, was projected number one overall pick, stays, has a bad year, and then doesn't go to like the fourth or fifth round or something yep. like that. So yep. I think kids are just kind of okay. Let's go while the iron's hot and kind of well, see what happens. And that's the thing, like, you you know, a lot of it's where you get drafted, um, right? Jackson Smith, Jigba, he's gone too for Ohio State. He's gonna miss the Peach Bowl. He's he's going he's going to the, the NFL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a big loss for them. It is, but they've been playing with them all year basically. Uh, but I thought he was gonna be healthy enough to to play in that game. So yeah, thought about that. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of saying like, if you don't pair Mahomes with Andy Reid, 
is Mahomes as good as he? You know what I mean? Like, no, it's all about where you go. It it a hundred it a hundred percent is. I mean, the Jets haven't been able to find a good quarterback because they haven't had a consistent coach there for a long time. I think they found him. Yeah, they found a good quarterback or coach. No, Mike White. We'll we'll see what happens with Mike White, but Mike White's not the answer. It's Mike um, freaking White. Interesting thing. Cincinnati hires their coach, Scott Satterfield from Louisville. Mm. Do you know who Cincinnati's playing in their bowl game? Louisville? Louisville. <laughs> so that, that'll be interesting. Is and then, Satterfield coaching for Louisville no, against... No, 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 no. Oh, come no, on. He's not coaching against Cincinnati. That would have been the perfect... Oh. That would have been the perfect then, uh, plan for that. And then Dion took, Dion took the Colorado job. Dion did take... And did I say on here that there's no way... Yeah, you said he wasn't taking he, Colorado. Yeah, I didn't think he was taking P5 this year. This yeah. year, and there was no way in hell he was taking Colorado. Colorado. So, um, if you're if you're going to Vegas with things I say, I'm sorry. He's he's basically bringing his Jackson State team with him too. He told the kids the the more of you that enter the portal makes more room for everybody else. So <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah, but, but um, I heard him talking to his Jacksonville State kids. Basically saying, this is the best spot for you. Don't enter the portal because it's not what you think it's going to be. Yeah, but these Colorado kids aren't his kids anymore. So. I get no. I'm I talking mean, about there's Jackson. I know, but there's already these Jackson. There's plenty of Jackson State kids oh, who have already committed to Colorado. Don't, don't don't get me wrong. There are some kids who Tyrese Hunter or he, Ty, Tyrese. No, it's not Tyrese. What, what's, that, that's what's, basketball. Player. What's the Hunter kid? I know Travis. Travis, Travis Hunter. Travis, he's already committed. He's already going to. He's committed. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. And then they had a four star going to Jackson State, who's already flipped to Colorado. What about his kid? He's coming. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he said he's the quarterback. He goes, "This is our quarterback. He got to earn it, though. He's the quarterback." <laughs> yeah. Good guy. Hey, hey, he's won at Jackson State. He I has. mean, at Colorado, you need to take a swing at something. So you do. Might as well. You do. And, and we know Dion can play some baseball. So. I said you got to take a swing, and Dion can play baseball. We know oh that. God. That was a good one. Yeah, that was real good. Um, I mean, anything else you want to jump into, college football? I was really surprised that Dion took the Colorado job for just for the simple, simple fact that um, a lot of coaches go to go to places where they have recruiting, you know, where they know where they're going to be recruiting at. You know, Luke Fickle staying in the Midwest. Um, you see a lot of the SEC guys kind of stay around the same spot. That's why I was really confused that he would go to Colorado because he's got no – Recruiting in that in that area of the you know in that yeah I world. get it. I I just think that Dion's Dion and he's gonna be able to convince anybody Dion's cachet um, right like Dion like if you're a kid no, he's a brand you know Dion he's a brand right yeah. and you want to play for that yeah reports are that Jim Leonard's coming back to Wisconsin as the DC now Fickle said he hasn't told him yet but the the State Journal put out a piece that he was. Unless the Green Bay Packers come calling. I so, I, it sounds like Leonard's coming back to Wisconsin. Interesting, but, I mean, big for them. Uh, I think the next, you know, we've seen some kids leave already, saying that they're out. Um, but Braylon Allen's kind of the one that everybody's waiting for to see. I think on the offensive end, and then defensively, it's Nick Herbig to see what he's going to do. If he's going to go to the draft, or if he's going to stay, or if he's going to go portaling, or what's going to happen. keep Jim Leonard to keep some of those kids? Well, I mean, if Leonard wants to... Coach, you absolutely keep him. I mean, he's oh, probably a good coach. But, but I'm saying, I think if I'm Leonard, if Wisconsin wants me back, I'm just, okay, okay, you better up my pay a little well, bit I'm, here. I'm sure like, he's, I'm I think sure he gets like just over a million a year now. I'm sure he's going to be paid. It, it should it should be doubling at yeah. least. He, I'm sure he's going to be paid handsomely. 
um, if he stays because they ponied up for uh, they ponied up for <laughs> Fickle. He's making what eight million a year? I want to say they're doing some new facilities. Yep, I saw that. They said and they so, said whatever indoor facility they have has served its purpose. It's time for a new yeah, one. Yeah, so they're that was probably in Fickle's. Like, okay, I'll come I, here. I we think need it facilities. was. I think it was. I think he said they would need to upgrade some shit for him to be back or for him to come in. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, pony up Wisconsin. I mean that that's. That school for football has been making hand over fist. So it's time to put money in the program. It is. It 100% 20, is. 22 straight years in, being a bowl game. The only other schools to do that, Oklahoma and who's the other one? Wasn't Alabama, wasn't USC. Yeah. It's Oklahoma and somebody else. I'll find it. But, but it, it's time. And, and that's the thing. Like, that, you're, you're a brand, right? Like, Wisconsin's a brand. They, they need to. They need to keep that keep that going, and I love the hire um, of Fickle. Um, it's growing on me. It really is. And if you can tell me that you get to uh, keep Jim Leonard and you get Fickle, I'm I'm all in. So Georgia is at 24. Okay. Is the other one. Then it's Oklahoma and Wisconsin. Those are the three longest. Yeah. I mean Wisconsin is the third longest at 20. This will, year 20 now. This will be in. I mean, you're up there with Georgia and Oklahoma. You're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now I get it. We went. It was not a good year. And six but weeks you made ago, a, you made a bowl Six game. weeks ago, we were sitting here. We didn't know if they would. And we were like, this team's three and four. They we gotta were, get hot. We really didn't and know they if they did. would. They didn't get hot, but they, they, they won some games. They won some games. Yeah. Um. Anything else, college football? We want to no, touch on. I think. I think that's. I think we hit it. All. all right. Well, we are going to move into a lightning quick recap of the NFL. Just one episode this week. We're literally just gonna go through some scores here. Um, and if we have anything to talk about, we will, but otherwise we might just brush through it, but lightning quick round of NFL. So your lightning quick edition of the NFL first game, Thursday Night Football, Bills-Patriots. I saw none of this game. I had my own game (laughs) that I was taking care of. Uh, But Bills 24, Patriots 10. Gabe Davis had a touchdown, got me some fantasy points. I'll take that. Uh, Bill Belichick did said they are not making a change on offensive coordinator right now. Mac Jones was frustrated. I saw a clip on him on Twitter saying we need to pass the fucking ball and stop running all the time. So he's frustrated. Didn't he just throw for 380-something the week before? I don't know. He was not happy this week. Against the Vikings, he threw for Yeah, he played well against the Vikings. Yeah, he yeah. threw for 380-something. So they are, they are not, they're not in the same wavelength. No. Next. Stephen Diggs, 7 for 92 and a touchdown. Okay. I mean, he's, a, he's an every week. Yeah, he's good. Q, or QB. Gabe RB, Davis uh, is, Gabe Davis is a coin one. flip. Stephon Diggs is a sure, yeah. sure, th- sure thing. Also, James Cook. Um, more carries than Singletary. Had one more carry. Yeah, I mean, they split, but I think Singletary is more of a pass-catching back yeah. than Cook is. But yeah. Singletary at 11 fantasy points, I will take it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, next here, Steelers. Falcons. Steelers win 19-16. to The Falcons fall to 5-8. and It was an important game, but as we're sitting here on Monday Night Football, uh, the Buccaneers might go to 5-7. and They're down 13-3 to to the Saints. The Saints have a good defense, struggle offensively, but... Uh, Steelers, you got to feel good. Kenny Pickett's getting you some more wins, getting more experience as He's the thing goes. Um, the Falcons, <laughs> I think they're getting sick of Marcus Mariota there. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what Marcus Mariota is. Yep, we've talked about that, that before. That, that's it's just it's just what you're gonna get. That's what he is. Um, <clears throat> I can't I can't uh, help, but I, I do have to bring this up right now. The Raiders. Five and seven. Oh, you have to bring this up because Rob bitched that you bring it up exactly. last week. Raiders five and seven. If Bucks lose tonight, Bucks five and seven. I don't know where the bet goes between Carter and Rob if it's uh, if it's a split, but they got tied records. It's as long as the Bucks hold this result right now. Uh, next year, Broncos Ravens. Broncos, you scored nine points again. Uh, Ravens. Win this game last second. One thing to note, Lamar Jackson got hurt is yeah. week to week, I believe, with a knee injury. So Tyler Huntley is going to be the starter there until he comes back. Not a bad quarterback, but he's not Lamar Jackson, but fits Definitely that system not. well. He does, he, and that's the thing. He's he's played there the last couple of years. He's he's given them some some minutes, you know, when they, when they need him. When the the, uh, the axes are getting closer to Nathaniel Hackett's neck, we'll put it that way. I, I can't even believe it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, is he has he been a coach longer than Urban Meyer was the coach? Yeah, Because I mean, he's a, he's yeah, a better yeah. cur- coach I, than I, Urban They're Meyer. probably at about the same right now. All right, so let him go one more week than Urban Meyer and then just be Cut like, him. all right, like, fuck this. Cut we can't do this anymore. You're dumb. All right, this was a game we picked. Packers, Bears. Packers pull it out of their butt, win 28-19, to cover against the Bears. Aaron Rodgers gives Chicago a salute. I love this uh, Michael's got his Packers shades on right now. Super happy with love the Packers. But, uh, bunch hey, of they, fighters. They found a way. Justin Fields with another long run. Uh, Christian Watson, two more touchdowns. A bunch of fighters. Um, I do remember looking over at my wife when uh, Dave Montgomery scored a touchdown, making 16-3 and said, well, at least I have him in fantasy today. <laughs> like, I just, I, I sent the text to you. It, hope, it it helps the draft stock. Like, it's so, but hey, then they come out, and then they do that, and it's just like. You get the ball to Christian Watson, good things seem to happen yeah, right now. Yeah, you know, once the, once the guy catches the ball, Kenny Clark played a little, played a little better. Um, I do think it's funny that Jair Alexander got that pick. Um, because right, he had a pick in that game, right? So yeah, pretty much sealed the game. No, that one didn't seal it. That the well, he had Nixon it. He had it the first drive, then Nixon picked it off on the next drive. Right, right, right. Okay, he got him the ball back, but, and then the Watson but touchdown. But he got burned a couple times. He got burned a couple times. So I don't know what's going on there. He, you know. I, I I don't. I feel like he's a guy you gotta be. He who has to be motivated, and I don't think Joe Barry motivates him right? at all. No, I, and I can see that. You know, I can't. I, can't. I know I, I mean, got this game right. You would. I would like to think that you know, if you're the highest paid corner in the league, that might motivate you. But you know, money isn't. He got everything. the bag. He money, got the bag. The bag's already sitting money there. Money isn't everything for everybody. He okay? carries the bag. Okay, money isn't it. everything. So uh, I know I got this game right. Uh, yeah, you, me, and Rob all got this game right. Um, so, 
Beautiful. We, we know our Clean Packers. sweep. We know our uh, Lions went out there, destroyed the Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had a nasty knee injury. Ends up coming back, but his knee twisted like a pretzel. Did not look good. I don't know how he came back in the game, but, man, his knee was a soft pretzel for a little bit there. Have but you heard came anything? Back in. Is he, like, he's fine, as far as I know. Arm or eyes, no nothing. I heard he's fine. We're all, we're all good to go. Yep, he's good to go. I mean, the Lions. Uh, Amon Ra, Ra had another good game. Amon Ra's a stunt. Um, Jamal Williams had another touchdown. Leagues. I got him in both. Hey, the Lions can score. We know that. So much fun. Eleven for one fourteen and two touchdowns. And I just think this is what the Jaguars are going to do, being a young team right now. But there are better days to be a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Yeah. Uh, Texans, Browns. Deshaun Watson learned it's a little hard to come back after not playing for two years. The Browns defense had thirty plus fantasy points, three touchdowns. Uh, Texans, sorry, you guys need a quarterback bad. Yeah, Davis Mills ain't the answer. And yeah, I, Davis Mills isn't starting anymore. And I said, I know, I know, but Davis Mills isn't the answer, nope. is what I'm saying. Nope. Yeah, like it's, they do. They need a quarterback. And I said right here at the beginning of the year, Davis Mills is a halfway decent quarterback. It's just it's Well, not Brandon good. Cooks doesn't want to be there anymore. doesn't yeah. help them. How do you change that culture of that team? I mean, Lovey's a Band-Aid. We know that. So so what? what's the answer? you got to get a quarterback. I mean, that, quarterbacks that, solve a lot of issues. But if you but, but you got a shit you got a shit class, right? I know. You I got know. a shit that's, class that's of problem. quarterbacks and you go out and you draft one and it's just like, well, here's another four years to shot down the drain. I don't I, I mean what they won't do? they won't reach. They won't they're just gonna go try to get like maybe that's where hey. Carson Wentz is next year. Oh my god. Maybe. So the guy after Carson Wentz? Maybe. Okay. Maybe cause, I mean if there's no quarterback, you don't want to reach, right? I mean, Davis Mills was a third-round pick, and he was a rookie last year. He'll be his third year next year. I yeah. mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll hang on. Maybe go get Davis Mills some weapons that want to be there. We'll maybe move that. on. I don't need to get out of the Texans. Vikings, Jets. The Vikings' luck continues. The Jets had the ball twice no. within the last, like, four minutes with a chance to score. Didn't score either times. The Vikings win 27-22. Was this the game we picked? I think it was. No, we didn't have. We didn't pick this one. I think it was because I knew Mike White was starting, so I didn't pick it. Or but, the uh, fact that we picked like the last three Vikings games. But well, they, we just don't but they're always in close games though. Fucking. But uh, the Vikings team. go out. Kirk Cousins doesn't have a great day. Uh, but the Vikings find another way to win. But uh, as we've said, Dude. it's hard to win this way. Come, it's hard to sustain. Come January, you cannot tell me as a Viking fan you would get up and you would you would take this week after week after week. You need to start losing some games so that you don't have this. They have like this perfect season kind of tarnish on them right now, and and it's it's not. It's well, they're a lot like the Packers Lafleur team the first year, is what it is. Yeah. New coach, new offense, and everything. You're winning games, but you're not winning games super convincingly. I just it's not a good recipe come uh, come January. The luck is going to run out. And and I can't wait until it happens. I just I cannot wait. You can take that one to Vegas, y'all. Giants, Commanders, end in a 2020 tie. Uh, this was a big game in the NFC East and also also playoff picture. Neither team wins. Kind of hurts both teams, but Commander, feel, Commanders like Commanders are. I, Heineke needs to be their starting quarterback until they can draft somebody good because Heineke yes. is not bad. I don't feel like this hurts them. As it hurts the Giants more than it hurts it, the Commanders. It, it doesn't hurt them as bad as, as a loss, obviously. I mean, that's what? That's kind of a common sense thing to say. But as a Packer fan, when you're looking up now 5-8, and eight, 
and you could have had one of those teams at seven and five, and the other at seven and six. Well, and really, and you could you could have beat both of these teams. Yeah, don't remind me. Uh, Titans, Eagles, Eagles go out there and absolutely dominate the Titans. Jalen Hurts was a monster in this game. AJ Brown had two touchdowns. Uh, did you see where AJ Brown caught a forty-one yard touchdown? Got it called back in penalty. Very next play, catches a forty-one yard touchdown. It, it wasn't called back on a penalty. It was out well, of he was bounds. out of bounds. Yeah. Yep. Then they threw the pass. There was a penalty on it. Because he ran a dude over, but yeah. the dude was didn't illegal turn, didn't contact, turn, yeah. and it was a touchdown. I do want to say real quick, Commanders, Giants, uh, Trace, you and I picked Commanders. Robin Lane picked the Giants. Commanders were favored by one and a half, so that's a Giants victory. Let's go Commies. Eagles, Titans, anything to say in that game? Why'd you say go Commies? That's their nickname. People call them the Commies. Right, but the Giants won the bet. The Commanders. So that wasn't us. Oh, all right. All right, well. Um... Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Dude, I, I mean, I think he's the MVP favorite right now, it's right? He goes out there and he balls out like that, not only in the air but on the ground. Yeah, he's he's freaking good. He's he's freaking good. I didn't see this coming. I didn't I didn't see I didn't see him like I knew he could run the ball. I didn't see him as much of a threat as a passer. And I don't want to say Hurts is is making AJ Brown as much as AJ Brown's making Hurts. But they're a very good complement to each other. Yeah, and then you have Devontae Smith on the other side. And when Goddard gets back healthy, this team could be dangerous. The only thing is... Could, I mean, they, they're 11-1. They the only thing dangerous. is they played... You know, they played in that playoff game last year. I don't know if they got deep enough. Like, I think a lot of times to win a Super Bowl, you have to lose a game that kind of means something. Their game didn't really mean a whole lot last year, but we'll see. I mean, they're, yeah, they're playing... playoffs. Yeah, but... <laughs> playoffs mean playoffs. I mean, they I mean, were a team that was under five hundred last year, I believe. I, I understand so, that. You know what I mean. Yeah, but if you look, the team that was under five hundred, the last team to do that before them was was that the Seattle Seahawks at seven and nine one year. I don't think that was the next year. But but I'm saying that team, that core of guys, ended up winning a Super Bowl. Not the next year though. Fine. Because Rustin won the Super Bowl's rookie year. Uh, Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks survived 27-23. Kenneth Walker did get hurt, had a sprained ankle in this game. Also got into a little bit of a fight with uh, Geno on the sidelines. I will say, though, Tyler Lockett might be one of the most consistently underrated guys in the NFL. Dude just gives results every single week. Seahawks have a good thing going with you their know, wide You know, Rob brought up court. a good point. Did you see some crazy thing in his, in his contract? He said he wasn't going to take a hit. Did you see that? Who? Lockett. No. He catches the ball and he goes down. Yeah? Yeah. If there's anybody <laughs> near him, he catches the ball and he goes down. I mean, he's not a big dude. He's not. I get but it. But honestly, the, weird the, to the, watch. the Seahawks might be okay with it, but though, because it keeps him on the field. What I'm saying is you don't notice it until, until you watch it. Until you watch it, yeah. because it's like, oh, my God, every play is just going down. They, they he might, catches it and he goes down. They honestly might have agreed with that, yes. though, because it keeps him on the field. So I know. It, it's, it's not an awful it, – as stupid silly. as it That's sounds. That's what it is right there. Yeah. The guy's like, oh, I saw somebody. As, I'm going to go down. As, as stupid as it sounds, it, it actually kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's it's weird. Or maybe uh, he had, like, six fumbles last year when he yeah. was wrapped up. And, like, I don't know what it is. but Rams are 3-9. and nine. The Lions have their first-round pick. So the Lions are looking to have a top probably 3-5 to five pick. There you go. That's that's a really good trade for the Lions. Um, 49ers, Dolphins. 49ers, that's not what you want to hear as an NFC North fan. <laughs> 49ers go out, beat the Dolphins 33-17. Biggest thing from this game, Jimmy Garoppolo breaks his ankle. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, has now become the most relevant Mr. Irrelevant of all time. Uh, we will go ahead Brock-tober? and we will go ahead and see what happens here. 
49ers are equipped to make a Super Bowl run. I don't know if they can, though, with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Brock he did play well, though. Uh, Tua did get banged up in this game as well, but not season ending. But like we talked about a little bit with Love last week as a Packer, when you're when you're planned for, when, when you're the number one guy that they're going out there to stop, because Purdy's got some legs, too. Like, he's got a little bit of running game. Wasn't a bad quarterback at Iowa State. It's was just not. He was yeah. not. Made some silly throws, so hopefully he's got to clean that up. Um, obviously, he got a better line. He has a better line. He's got backs to give it to. But I just, if if you're t- like, I'm just saying, if there's I, anybody I, I, I trust to be able to handle this, it's Kyle Shanahan. I, he's done a good job. I'm not saying he hasn't. I just I, I think the the. It's stacked against them. A no, little I don't. Bit. I don't think they're Super it's Bowl. A little bit too much. I think they're Super Bowl. I think they're still up. playoff. Oh yeah, but I don't, they're I don't, eight and four. Yeah, I, I mean th- this is kind of a window for the Seahawks though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, do, I do not see it, uh, you know, going well for the, um, going well for the for the 49ers. This game did have my standout start of the week. Tyreek Hill, uh, 9 for 146 and touchdown, 25 fantasy points. That's in a half PPR league. Uh, Tyreek Hill, week in, week out, is just a stud. We've talked about it here. We didn't realize how good he was. And now without Mahomes, you're seeing just how good he really is. Uh, I did see Jalen Waddle had zero catches, though, in this game. No, he must have had some because I know he got one late. Okay. Well, it was he, like he got like one fantasy point. It yeah. wasn't much. But yeah, he, he, Tyreek Hill's really flipping good. I heard he got one late. Uh, let's see. Well, I played him, so yeah, one for nine. Yeah, one for nine. But Tyree kills really good. That, um, that Trent Trent Sherfield. Yep, he had a long he touchdown. A, yeah, I think it was right away. Right yeah. away. He's, he's big dude. Speed too. Big so dude. So it's yeah, they're they're definitely set at wide receiver. Uh, next here we have the Chiefs and Bengals. Jer- Joe Burrow now three and zero in his last three games against the Chiefs. Uh, Burrow's just finding a way to win. Bengals are up to eight and four after that. They were one and two, right? Or were they zero and two? No, they were zero and two. They were zero and two. I think I believe they were one and two. Uh, Joe Burrow said, I remember, "You know, I remember saying we talked about. We said relax. Yeah, they had they, to get their offensive line figured out, but, but they were relax. Be fine. And they're up to eight and four. Chiefs dropped to nine and three. I kind of felt like this was a game that the Chiefs could drop. We've seen it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamar Chase came back, made some ridiculous catches and plays. Uh, Veldez Scantling had a big drop for the Chiefs in the end zone, but Tyler Boyd dropped a touchdown off his face mask as well. So, um, mm-hmm. Bengals, look out for them. They know how to beat the Chiefs. And this is without Mixon, too. Samaj P. Ryan's playing well right now. Uh, good pass catcher. Pacheco's playing well for the Chiefs, too. He is. He definitely is. Where's he from? No clue. Okay. Do you know? No. Oh, okay. Well, now we need to go look. Uh, next year, we had the Raiders and the Chargers. Michael, do you know the results of this game? Yes, the the Raiders won this game twenty. What the 20, hell? Twenty seven to twenty. What 20. the hell? <laughs> the Raiders won this game twenty seven to twenty. Um, my Pacheco is from the is from Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah. All right, did not have that on my bingo card today. Um, Raiders seventh round pick this last year two fifty one. Wow, and two sixty two is the. Yeah, well, it changes every year because of the comps, but yeah, I believe that's okay, what it was, was this year. This year was two sixty-two. Yep. Um, Devonte Adams eight for one seventy-seven and two touchdowns, and back-to-back weeks he scored a touchdown and a flea flicker. Are you saying something about him? Yeah, he says he's uh, standout star of the week. Whoa. Okay, so who's yeah. your standout star of the week? 
Devontae Adams, Devontae eight catches, Adams. 177 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, he's fun to watch. Yeah. Did you see he his? Looks, he looks better in green, though. Did, did you see? So he's running up the left sideline, right? Left sideline. They throw a back shoulder. He one-arms it with the right hand as he's like. Just so you know, Michael's displaying this as he talks, too. Well, yeah, he, the pod can gotta, see. He's got to show this us. This is on YouTube later, boys and girls. This no, it's on not. YouTube. No, it is not. Is it a sponsor? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. It is not on YouTube. Do not look for us on YouTube because we are not there. <laughs> do you have anything Buccaneers, on YouTube? Buccaneers you do. You have something on YouTube. What? You have something on YouTube. What? The Go Fish. That's private. <laughs> I have other stuff on private I've had to make video projects for, too. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Anything else on Raiders, Raiders Chargers? No. Um, that brings the Chargers to 6-6. Six and six. I really needed that game. To stay in the AFC. Is Staley on X alert? I don't know. They've had so many injuries with their wide receivers. Justin Herbert. It just seems like they do this every year. It looks like he's regressing. Does it not? I I, I would say he's regressing. I think he's just... Where he's at. Type in the chat, Pod. Type in the chat. There's Um, nowhere to type yet. This guy is is nuts. Is is Justin Herbert... uh, is Justin can... Herbert regressing? Type in the chat. Let us know. <laughs> Last game of the week, Sunday night football. Uh, hey, we picked the Chiefs game, too. God. I know we did. We picked the Dolphins. And oh, the my night. God. You're going so quick on me. It's a lightning round. Dolphins. We all had the Dolphins. Dolphins lost. They lose the bet. Chiefs and Bengals. Me and you. You and I. We and us. We took the Chiefs. Uh, minus two and a half. Lost that one. No, sorry, it was me and Rob. I was gonna say I took the damn <laughs> Bengals, so I really have to go back and review you this did. shit you again. God damn. Um. Yeah. So you won that bet against the Bengals. All right. Sunday night football. Last game of we the week. We picked this game. This game, I know we both picked wrong because the Cowboys went up and put up. 54 points. We did not pick this wrong. We took the Cowboys. We both took the Cowboys. All right, so we, t- we picked it right. Cowboys put up 54 points on the Colts. Jeff Saturday is no... just. This was like a... Not sure. Not sure how he's like feeling. Was this like a 21-19 game or something? It was close for a little bit, but then the Cowboys just... Uh, the Colts turned it over a bunch in the second half and just yeah. went off. But yeah. 54 points. The Cowboys... I heard today that they're looking like the favorites in the NFC. Oh, I'm like, they're not even god. first in their division. They're two games back. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, See, I mean, the, co- the Cowboys are that's good. The Cowboy they are good. Media. Cowboys yeah. are good. But how are they against the Packers? They're not the favorites. Sorry. How are they against the Packers? They're not the favorites. Rob picked the Colts in this game. Rob, I don't know what you were on. But... Sorry, man. Sorry, my dude. All right, let's make our picks for this week super quick, and then we are out of here, folks. Just one episode this week. Jets and Bills. Jets at Bills. Bills favored by nine and a half. Jets beat the Bills the first time they played. Mike White probably throwing the ball better than Zach Wilson. The Jets don't have Brees Hall in this game. Jets do not have Brees Hall in this game. Jets have Garrett Wilson in this game. I got Jets to cover losing this game 28-20. No. 31-23. It doesn't matter the score. Just say what you pick. I got Jets. 
I'm taking the Jets as well. I think eight and a half or nine and a half is a little too big for this. Yeah. Uh, I think the Jets have shown that they have a good enough defense that they can at least stick in this game. I think the Bills win by a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. Next, we got the Browns at the Bengals. Bengals favored by six. Deshaun Watson <clears throat> at home, Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's playing really well right now. Jamar Chase has been Jamar Chase is back uh, for another week. I think Joe Mixon should probably be back this week. I think so. I last think because yeah, he was he was close to getting week. coming back last week, but just didn't meet the deadlines. But um, I think that Watson being out two years, it's going to take some time yet. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals by a touchdown. Okay, we agree. Going Bengals myself, the emergence of T. Higgins, though they didn't use him last week because I could have made some money in DK if they would have used him. But I still think with Jamar Chase, Samaj P. Ryan's playing well. Um, like you said, if they get Mixon back, their defense is playing well. I don't know that the, the Browns might have to go back to Jacoby Brissett, but they Stop. won't. They can't. They can't Stop. with the contract. I'm going Bengals in this game. I'm debating if I use Deshaun Watson in fantasy anymore this year. Who's your other quarterback? I don't know. It depends. I got I got him in both leagues, but I got Cousins in one. I got Carr in one. I I got Geno in one. I'd take Cousins and Geno. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to play the matchup. See see what we got. Next, we got Eagles at Giants. Eagles favored by six and a half. See, this is the tough one for me because the Giants really need this. They're at home. They probably should have beat the Commanders last week. I think this line might just be a little too big. I'm going to take the Giants at home plus the 6.5, but I do think this is a close game. Okay. I think the Eagles are rolling. Um, I think they keep this rolling, Um, especially being a a division game. um, This, I mean, with the Cowboys, the way they're playing – the, Giant, the Giants are going to be very desperate in this game, right? Like, very desperate. I still think the Eagles, there's some magic right now. There's some Philly magic, and and I'm not, I don't love it because I'm not an Eagles fan, but there's some, like like we said, well, I'm pretty sure that Jalen Hurts is your MVP, or at least your As of right runner. now. He's your front runner. Two weeks ago is Mahomes, but then, you know, Jalen Hurts goes out and slings it like he did against a good Tennessee defense. And runs it like he does against a very bad Packers defense. Yeah. Um, I'm going Eagles. Next, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are currently losing 16 to three. And punting. Now, now, and punting. And punting. Now, the fact that they're not playing the Saints makes me think that the Buccaneers have a chance, and they're going against a Brock Purdy-led San Francisco 49ers. Niners favored by three. Yeah, this is tough. I got the Buccaneers. This is tough. I think Tom Brady going back to Cali. I just think that the Buccaneers are going to end up winning this division. They got to find some wins somewhere. So I'm going to take plus three bucks. That's what I'm going to do. And if if Brock Purdy was not in this game, I think it would be closer to seven or eight. Oh yeah, but right, Jimmy G's way. I mean, Jimmy G's and, not and a bad quarterback. Nine, Jimmy G might be the quarterback for the Texans next year, and, actually. And we're picking this game. <laughs> 
we we're picking this game with a line where the Bucks are still. Yeah, the, it doing. might be it might be plus five tomorrow, Forty ers So yeah, who who knows where the hell we're at? But we're taking this game with Buccaneers plus three. Yep. Uh, next, we got Dolphins at Chargers. Is this a Sunday night game? This Sunday night. Last one's always I mean, Sunday night. Last, one, last one's just, always Sunday. I, I, I put I the time. I put the times in the just, email for you. You don't even just, pay attention. I was just double checking. I put the times in the email. Doesn't even care. I don't think the Chargers have any chance of stopping the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins didn't look good last week. They're gonna win by more than what? What is it? Two and a half. Two and a half. They're yeah. gonna win by more than two and a half. The so, Dolphins have to look good this week. They have they, to. They do. They do, and you know this was Tua's first loss as a the full time full, like full game like the full game Tua, um, didn't look great last. Got week. a little banged up. He did, he did. But I, I just the Chargers, I, I, I'm not buying it. I don't like the product. Um, I like Herbert, but he's he's just not. Like I said, he's regressing, and I think well, it's just it is, it is hard when you have a different receiver you're playing with every week. No consistency, yeah. Yeah. and Eckler did not play well. No, he did because I had him. Which is rare. Yeah. But Eckler did not play well. Yeah, I was in a really good spot to make some money in tears and didn't do shit. So that was fun. Um, But yeah, those those are the picks. All right, people. You know what to do. No college picks this week. Just NFL. Send us your picks. Uh, Like I said, only one episode this week. Put it all together in an hour and a half episode. But uh, send us your picks. Any comments, just type it in the chat. There's no chat to type it into. Sorry. But have a good week, y'all. We will talk to you next week.